0: You're listening to the weekly Parsha podcast with Ari Goldwag, recorded with Hashem's never-ending assistance, in Ramat Beit Israel, fifty-seven eighty-one, two thousand twenty-one. This week's Parsha is Parsha Shemos. We begin this week the Sefer of Shamos, the Book of Exodus, the Sefer HaGeulah, the Book of Redemption, which represents something that we remember every single day. Yitzias Mitzrayim, the Exodus from Egypt, and it's the core who we are as Jews it's the core of who we are as a nation and also who we are as individuals and there's some amazing and powerful concepts here that are so important to understand and I think speak to us right now where we are I don't know about exactly where you are but I'm in Eretz Israel. I'm in the land of Israel and the Jewish people once again are under a tremendous seger lockdown can't leave our homes can't go very far if we do and so we find ourselves in a, in a time of challenge, in a time of difficulty, a challenge with our children, a challenge to maintain our sanity, a challenge with our parnasa, with our livelihood. And we need to face off with this and we need to understand what is the lesson. And I think in our parsha, we have a very powerful explanation, a powerful understanding of how to think about and to face off with challenges. To understand that everything, of course, everything that Hashem does is for our good, but not just the good things are for our good. The things that are challenges are not just okay. We got to get through them, get to the other side, but rather the very challenges themselves represent some the opportunity for growth, something greater than they seem on the surface. This is you know this is something which is expressed very succinctly and clearly by our Chazal. You know, the Torah describes the fact that the Jewish people after all of those of the generation who came down to Egypt after they all passed on so the Jewish people were made to become slaves they became slaves to Pharaoh to Pharaoh and the Egyptians the says something amazing to the degree that they would be subjected to difficult times, to the to the pain that they, to the pain, to the degree that they were subjected to great pain and difficulty, in a corresponding way, they would become great, and they would become, and they would expand. So it's very interesting the Medrashah says something which just has to do with us. Cain It doesn't say, according to how much they were subjected to pain, so too, that's how much they grew great, and they expanded and had many children. In the future, it's future tense. They shall become great. They shall become expanded. Amar Reb Shimon ben Lakish, Resh Lakish says, one of the Amoraim in the times of the Talmud. There was a prediction. There was a prophetic prediction, which stated. At the onset of the Jewish people, when the Jewish people first came into existence and went through their first gulf, their first exile, Hashem promised something. That just as it was then, that the difficulties and the challenges of the Jewish people experienced unmatched, unparalleled difficulties and challenges. And it caused them to become greater. It caused them to become stronger. It caused them to be, to become many. So too it shall be throughout history all of the times that the Jewish people continue to, to see and to experience challenges and difficulties, those challenges will result in an expansion, in a becoming great. It wasn't just in the past. So that's a powerful foundation. You know, when we think about why is it that the Jewish people throughout history, or specifically the story of the Exodus, why was it that the Jewish people had to experienced this tremendous difficulty. Why did they have to go through this slavery? Why were they subjected to such dire conditions? And somehow the answer is that the Jewish people, because, not despite, but because of the challenges that they experienced, because of the slavery, because of their being degraded and, and under the heels of the Egyptians because of that, they grew to greatness, they grew to prominence. This is true of Yosef at Sadiq, and this is true of the Jewish people in general. And this is also represented, it's not in this week's parsha, I believe it's in next week's parsha. Torah says, what represents the Jewish people is the moon. The moon represents us. Why? So there are other nations that also they you know, the, the Islamic nations. They follow the moon. They have a lunar calendar. But what it represents for us, besides the fact that we also follow our lunar calendar, what it represents for us is just as the moon has phases, it goes, it it gets brighter and it gets darker. The Jewish people also have phases. And it's because of the darkness that we end up being full of light. It's not, it's not just like the sun that's always shining, but rather, we go through the darkness, and we must go through the darkness in order to have the light. We have to have that. So now I'd like to share with you just an amazing and beautiful, such a beautiful Myra Chazal, a medrash, that talks about this challenge, this difficulty, and how it resulted in an awesome revelation. You may or may not be familiar, I have a song, it's called Zekeli. The song, Bar Hashem, has been heard many times, over 100,000 times, over 150,000 times. It's a beautiful song, a touching song. Zekeli. He believes in me. Hashem believes in me. U'tamiditi is always with me. He's always with me. That's the, the concept of the song. But you may ask, Zekeli, we think of Zekeli, we think of Zekeli van Ve. this is my God, I shall glorify Him. Usually Zekeli means that I'm going to I'm doing I'm going to do a mitzvah I'm going to do it in the right way I'm going to have a beautiful talis I'm going to have a beautiful lulav and esrig, I'm going to have a beautiful mezuzah all the mitzvahs that we do we beautify them but there's a deeper pshat in Lee, which has to do with the fact that he believes in me I'd like to share with you the makor the source for this idea that I based the song on it's based on this that I'm about to teach you I'm about to share with you. Arabic Zeris, Paro. Based on this verse, the Medrash tells us that in what way did they afflict us? In what way did they cause us anguish and, and pain? So there were four different Zeris, four different decrees that Paro, that Pharaoh, placed on the Jewish people. Paros made a, a decree that they should, the, the Jewish people should be in a very difficult situation. That they should have a very difficult quota to fill of bricks, of whatever it might be that they had to, that they had to produce. What was the purpose of this? Why did they make such a, such a difficult quota? So that they shouldn't sleep in their homes. He wanted them not to sleep at home. He wanted them to, to to sleep out on the earth, in the field where they were, where they were working, in order that they shouldn't be able to return home and continue to produce more and more Jews. They're not sleeping in their homes. So then they'll have kids. They won't have kids. So God says, I promised Abraham, their forefather, that there's going to be so many Jews that is going to be as great as the stars. As many as the stars. Apostlech says in Braises, in Genesis chapter 22, verse 17, Hashem promises to Abraham, I'm going to make your children as great as the stars. As it were, speaking to the Egyptians, saying, you are going to prevent my children from having kids? This reminds me of the brothers with Yosef, trying to sell him in order that he shouldn't rule over them. You think you guys are going to get rid of him? You think you guys are going to cause the Jewish people not to have children? We'll see whose matter is going to win out in the end. Your your version of reality, you the Egyptians, trying to prevent them from having children, or my version of reality. Okay, so what happens, I'm about, to, I'm about to share with you. But before I share it with you, understand that the entire description that we're about to read, of how indeed it was, that even though the Egyptians tried to prevent them from having children, tried to, to prevent them from going home, being with their family, despite that Hashem had another plan, and he and he was able to execute the plan through the Jewish women. Listen to this beautiful, beautiful measure, such a beautiful measure, it's so touching. And as we read it, understand and remember what I told you at the very beginning, which is that this concept, whatever happened in Egypt, was a prototype for what happened to the Jewish people throughout history. Every single thing that happened there the reason that we went into ghosts, into exile, to have these difficult times was so that we would become great. So that we, be- we would grow and become great. So listen to this. Listen to this beautiful Medrash. And the Medrash, I have to warn you, or I have to give you the heads up, is going to end with the word Zekeli, that this is my God. So so watch as we see how Hashem believes in us. How Hashem takes care of us. How Hashem makes sure that the plans of the Egyptians do not come to fruition. Rebekiva says an amazing Jerusalem. In the merit of the righteous women of that generation, the Jewish people were redeemed from Egypt. What did they do? Now picture the scene. The Jewish people. The, the women are home alone with their kids. The husbands are out in the field. Don't come home. They never come home. They never come home. They're busy working. They sleep out in the fields. There's not a moment for them to have breathing space. There's nothing. There's no thought in their mind of going home. Terrible, terrible situation. What did these women do? Listen to how Hashem guided and helped them. So beautiful. When they would go out to, to to draw water from a well, to drinking water. They would have Hashem took care of them, amazing siyat Divine Providence. In as they as their buckets came up with the water, inside of those buckets, the buckets were not just filled with water, they were filled with small fish. As they would draw the water, half of it would be water, half of it would be fish. Now understand this. Understand this. It's, it's so beautiful. We need to understand what it means. They would take two pots. They would take two pots. One pot filled with hot water. With water. One pot filled with fish. And they would heat up these two massive pots. Umachilais each woman would do this for her husband. She would come out to the field where they were, all alone there, sleeping on the floor. She would warm up the water, and she would use that water to massage her husband, to 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 calm him down from the back-breaking, difficult work that he was involved in. And she would give him food. She would give him the fish. This Sacha Saisa son. These two great big pots would serve as cover for the woman and the man to be together so that they could be able to conceive with children. Shenemar, as the Pesach says, If you shall sleep between the Shvataim, the word Shvataim, as the Medjashon understands it, is a reference to the fact that they would they would be together between these two massive pots. Uh, the, one of them, unfortunately, explains that this word, the root of Shvatayim, the word refers to the fact that when you place a pot on a, on a stove, it's called this word, Shvatayim. So the women, through their care for their husbands, through their encouragement of their husbands, they would be able to keep the Jewish people alive, to thwart the plan of Paro. Pharaoh, Pharaoh de, decreed that these men shouldn't be with their in their homes, shouldn't be with their wives. Hakadosh Baruch put in the mines, and within the pots and the, the 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 barrels that they were using to to pull out the water, they put inside. He put there the water and the and the fish for them to be able to eat, so they could survive and help their husbands. They would get pregnant. They would return home. Now listen to this, because this is where we get to Zekei He believes in me. He's helping me. He's always with me. These women would would give birth. Now what would happen when they give birth, they they couldn't take care of their children at home. Because if, if the Egyptians would find out that they have kids, those children would be thrown into the sea, they would be thrown, sorry, into the river. So what would they do? They would go back out to the field, and that's where they would give birth. Okay, now I'm going to share with you a second, the, the second part of the Medrash, there's two different versions of it. And I'd like to share with you the second version, which is actually in Pashas V'shalach, on the Pesach of Zekeli V'anvehu, this Pasuk where the, the Jewish people said, This is my God and I shall glorify Him. Okay, so then she would go out to the field and she would give birth to her. Listen to this amazing thing. Difficult to understand, but listen to the beauty of it. It's such a touching, such a touching scene. She would go out and she would give birth. She would leave the... T- she would leave the baby there and she would say, Hashem, this child is yours. Out in the field. she would say, Master of the world, I've done my part. Now you do your part. So she would give the child over to Akkodish Rabbi Rabyekhan says, the other one was Rish Lakesh, this is Rabyekinan, the two two friends. Bar Bar Plukta. Hashem Himself would come down, in His in His honor, as it were. He would cut off the the what's left over the belly button. What's left over the umbilical cord. He would wash them, take care of them. Very interesting. Same lashon, same language as what the wife did for her husband. He washed her. She washed him, and she and she would rub oil on him, massage him. Hashem did that for these babies. Okay. he would have two bottles in his hand as it were Hashem would take care of these children and place in their mouths two bottles one which was oil and one which was honey they would grow in the field it caused you to grow and become great out in the field. They would grow up, they would go back at a certain point to their homes, and the parents would be amazed. They couldn't believe it. this is their child. Where, who, who? How did you survive? How, how did you come back? Who took care of you? Well, your they would say, They would say, there was a young man very beautiful he, came, he would come down to the field and give us all everything we needed that's how they kushwar who would appear to them as a as a young man a strapping young man The came to now listen to this so beautiful when they got to the sea when they got to when they experienced that awesome the, the sea split they had the most awesome revelation of the highest realms the highest realms they saw as it were they were able to say this is my God they pointed they came in Yisrael yam, hoyo, those children had grown up they were there they were at the sea they were at the sea they saw Hashem as it were. They saw a vision at the sea. They said to their parents, Daddy, Daddy, Mommy, Mommy, that's the one. That's the one who took care of us. That's the one who took care of us when we were out in the fields. When we were in Egypt. They pointed and said, This is my God. So beautiful. This is my God, and I'll glorify Him. Think about it. There's this back and forth between the house and the field. Power says, "I don't want you to be in your homes. I don't want you. I don't want your children. To, I don't want you to have children. I don't want them to grow." Despite the fact that they're out in the field, despite the fact that and the field represents the exile, the exile from our home. It represents the Jewish people. Also, we have a home. It's called Eretz Yisrael. We've been exiled from our home, the Jews throughout Europe, throughout America, Australia, Africa, everywhere in the world. That represents the field. And when we go out into the field, it's impossible for us to have kids. It's impossible for us to continue. We're so far away from our home, we're so far away from our connection to HaGadosh Baruch Israel, Eretz Yisrael, the land of Israel, is the place for our connection to Hashem. But Hashem sends out the women. Hashem sends out the women. The women represent the spiritual ones among us who have the ability to remind us, don't give up. Don't get destroyed by the exile. Don't get destroyed by being out here in the field, by the inui, by the by the unparalleled difficulties that you're going through out here in the field. And they would bring... Just like, just like the woman would go out to the husband, Hashem, as it were, sends the B'nai Taira, those who are learning the Torah. Hashem sends the the G'dayim, the great sages, the great leaders of the Jewish people, to remind us, to wash us, to give us food. The water is the Taira, The fish, just like a fish out of water. We're, we're the Jewish people. If we're out, if we don't have the Taira, if we don't have these spiritual teachings, we're like a fish out of water. That's what's represented there. In that mashal, in that analogy, the Jewish people, there we are. That's where we continue with the, with the water of Torah, with the fish, the aspect of Sneas, the fish represents Yosef. Not going to get into that right now. There we are, and there we grow, out in the field. Seems like we're not going to make it. We're all alone, we're left here alone. Back to the house, back to, we get back to Eretz Israel, we're kicked out again, back out to the field. And there we are out in the field, and Hashem is saying, I will take care of you. I will help you grow. Your mother and father don't seem to be here. You don't have those leaders, perhaps. You've lost your connection to your roots. But even out here in the field, even out here in the Gullis, even out here in the exile, I'm here to take care of you and and help you grow. I believe in you. I believe in you. I'm always with you. I'm always taking care of you and it's here that you grow like we saw to the extent that they sent us out into the field to the extent that they caused us to have so much pain in a corresponding way we became greater and greater not just then in the times of Egypt throughout our history up till today up till our very times up till this very challenge that we face right now that has been with us for almost a year This challenge seems to be getting more difficult, but no, understand, take to heart. The greater the challenge, the greater the difficulty. Side by side with that is a revival, a tsemach. It's not a coincidence that just as the whole corona business was starting, the COVID business was starting in February of last year, there was an, there was the beginnings of, of a new, way that the the Middle East is going to look that the Arab world is going to look at the Jewish people and as we get into another stage of challenge and difficulty things seem to be getting better with the vaccines and things seem to be another version of it another something else getting harder better, harder, same time know and understand the harder it is the more we grow Hashem is bringing us through an amazing time, an unbelievable time, a challenging time. But we need to know that just as it was in Egypt, those challenges, we never forget Yitzhi Yitzhi Mitzrayim, we never forget the exodus from Egypt. We never forget the slavery. Avodim ayinu, the power we never forget that. Because we need to know, we need to remember, that it's not just then, but it's also now the challenges, the difficulties, the times when we feel we can't go on, those are the times that we grow from. Those are the times that something awesome is waiting on the other end. It's called a geulah, it's called a redemption, it's called an exodus. So I want to bless you and ask you to bless me, that Hashem should help us to see, to, to know that He believes in us, that He is there helping us grow that the challenges themselves are the root and the source of the greatness that we can achieve. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening. Have a wonderful Shabbos. This podcast was made possible through the gracious donations of listeners like you. For more podcasts like this, please visit www.arigoldwag.com or search on iTunes, Ari Goldwag.